do you realize that Halloween is literally in five days? <laughs> what? It's crazy to me, man. Yeah, it's my favorite time in the world to be on the radio because we can always solicit to find real life ghost stories. And if that is your jam, you have found the right podcast because we're going to go back to 2010 to bring up some of the scariest ghost stories of real life that we could find today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hello, today, yes, is the 26th of October. We're a daily podcast that has three principles, live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud, we laugh a lot, and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Okay, I'm wondering if you would report this or if you would just let it go unnoticed. In case you don't know, I've got a chihuahua. Her name is Kiki. She's a terror. <laughs> no, she's a she's a sweet girl. She's just an old woman, and you know how old women are, Mom. I do. I know. <laughs> you guys just well. seem to you just seem to pee everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not there yet, but. <laughs> Okay, so I, I just don't know. I just don't know the typical person would turn themselves in for this or if you would just keep moving on with your life. And please, for that one, I doubt that woman still listens to this podcast after I called her out so profusely <laughs> on this podcast. Uh, but in case you do, I, 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 could, I don't need the commentary today. Okay, I got it. This was not the right thing. I, I get it. So I was, uh, I was taking Kiki out today. Uh, to go pee. And I got stopped by my neighbor. I've got a neighbor upstairs. She's probably 50 some odd years old. Uh, and she's a chatter, man. Like when I run it, I just try to avoid her. Cause she's just, she's a, the, the queen of small talk. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as I ran through today, we we're just sitting there, we we're talking. I wasn't paying close attention to Kiki and in my hallway of my condo, it's like, it's either it's a carpeted and tiled, but I hadn't really paid attention. I looked over and Kiki had literally stopped and peed and she was like towards the end of the pee because she was getting back up <laughs> off of the floor as I was sitting here oh. chit-chatting with the neighbor right so Kiki pretty much peed uh, <laughs> on the carpet of my of my condo floor oh. and I realized that my neighbor didn't notice it and I was like man I got a big decision because the, the carpet's darker colored Mm-hmm. but I just don't know if I need to like report that or do I not? So what I did, here's what I did to make it better was I did, I, I took her outside, which of course she did absolutely nothing. Cause why would she, she just peed right on the carpet. <laughs> it makes absolutely no, what else would she be doing? Why would she need to pee again? She's like, I'm good. I'm inside. And it has been rainy, but still she just, that she will literally, she, that girl loves any opportunity to pee on the floor. Just mm-hmm. loves it. Takes any, any chance she gets. And I know this about her. That's why I try not to leave her unattended. But anyway, so um, pee on the carpet. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do I? Uh, so I came back upstairs. I got her carpet cleaner. Mm-hmm. Went downstairs, sprayed it, mm-hmm. scrubbed it like I would have. It was, you know, up here. Mm-hmm. And then I moved on with the day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I don't know. Like, is that something that, that typical people would go and report because I don't carpet, by the way, is never the same ever again. And I don't care what kind of carpet cleaner y'all want to recommend. Like I, I got it, but I have done this for a long time now. Mm-hmm. And the truth is the, the the carpet is never, it's just never the same. It's not, it's not the same carpet. It may look mm-hmm. like the same carpet. It's like pet cemetery carpet edition. Like <laughs> it looks the same, but it's just never the same carpet ever again. Ma, would you report that to the front desk? Would you say something about it? I don't think I would because you've already cleaned it. What else are they going to do? 
I don't know. And I have a feeling that Kiki is not the first dog to pee on that carpet. You have a lot of dogs. I mean, there. I don't know of most people's dogs that just stop and pee. Well, they might. You, you know, know I, do you know any dogs that just stop and pee? I don't know any dogs that just stop and pee on people's maybe carpets, Kiki, typically. Maybe Kiki smelled another dog. I don't know. I'm, I don't think so, because this is what she does anyway. This is just the classic Kiki LaRue I mean, of stopping and peeing. If you go report it to the front desk, what are they going to do? Go clean I don't. I would, I would assume, like, if this is a good condo, like, I would hope it would be. I hope they'd have the carpets cleaned, right? Hmm. Like, you would think if, if that would be the, the normal procedure here. If there's urine on a carpet, they would, they would you know, bring hmm. out a team to clean it. Hmm. But. But you've already cleaned it. Yeah. I'm, well, you know, with my spray. So you're saying you just move on, not even think about it? <laughs> I think so. I mean, if Nancy Ants says to move on, don't even think about it. I think the answer I mean, is, like, move on. Only because I know how well you clean the carpet. I mean, I tried. I tried my best. Mm -hmm. um, so I listen. I, I did my best. I just, I feel like if you believe in karma, these are the kind of things that come back to bite you in the ass. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, like seven years from now, I'm like trip and fall and like break my arm, and like <laughs> it's going to be because I didn't report Kiki's pee. <laughs> well, I and, know that uh, time that she pooped in the foyer. Or I mean, usually, listen, pooping and peeing is not unlike Kiki. Yeah. <laughs> it's not unlike her. Like she literally, she this is this is something that she she does on the norm, uh -huh. uh, but she doesn't typically do it on the carpeted part. Right. So like if it's on the tile part, it's no big deal. I wipe it up, move on with my day. I don't care. Right. The, the carpeted part. I mean, here's what I know. I'd be pissed if I knew that one of my neighbor's dogs peed on the carpet and nothing was done about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's a point. That, that that point, it was not mm -hmm. your dog. It's like a totally different point of view, mm -hmm. you know. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll way. I'll uh, go without it and just mm. hope for the best, y'all. Hope mm -hmm. for the best. Mm -hmm. Wait, wait. So I um I got pa my packages today, and I uh, my mom sent uh, sent Kiki a gift, and you said when did you actually order this gift, mom? <laughs> like about two months ago, I think. I uh, I was opening up my Amazon packages today, and I I got a a blanket that just says it says Kiki all over it. Hmm. And that is so cute. So cute. Thank you for sending that. Post that on the fans page with her. Yeah, it was really, there. it was super thoughtful of you to do that. Where did you, where did you see that? Uh, I'm sure on Facebook. Oh, it's like a, like a, a served ad? Uh-huh. But it came from, you said it came from China? I don't know where it came from. I can't remember, but it just, it took a long time to get here. Yeah. I was just so about ready to give up on it. I just saw it in my notifications. You know, like last week, and I thought, eh, I don't know when I should start searching for that. <laughs> but anyway. I know. You're thinking about the countries. You're like, well, let's just hope. Yeah. Let's just cross our fingers. And let's hope this actually, yeah. this actually works out because mm -hmm. I don't know. Fingers mm -hmm. crossed. But I'm glad. That's good. Yeah, it's super cute. Um, okay, let's do, our, let's do our, our weekly mom tent segment. This is where uh, my mom is uh, – we started this pod. It even happened today. 99.9% .9 of days. So annoying. I'm like, mom, what's happened today? She's like, nothing. I'm like, mom, you can't say nothing. Like, I know you thought about something. You did something. The answer is you just can't do nothing. So my mom's substitute for that was when we first started this podcast. She was like, would just send me all these articles from the internet to talk about. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I just want to know what's going on with your life instead. Just talk about your life. That's really what we do on this podcast. It's more of a share your life situation. Uh, but instead, she keeps doing it. So we gave her own segment. And this is the my mom's most favorite thing she saw on the internet this week. And we call it Mom Tent. <laughs> Well, I thought this might be good for parents since they'll be going trick-or-treating in about five days. Um, it's about it's from Lifehacker, and it's about 
It's the title is Avoid These Seven Deadly Sins of Taking Kids Trick or Treating. Okay. So there's some things in here that we might want to think about. Um, the first one is scaring your kid. It's supposed to be scary, but in a fun way. And some parents don't seem to know to understand that, and they take them to adult horror movies or to intense haunted houses. And some kids don't even like trick-or-treating. So if your kid's one of them, let them skip it unless you want to deal with a week of nightmares. <laughs> yeah, I was one of those scared kids, man. I didn't really start liking Halloween until recently, probably in the last <laughs> 10 I don't years. Know, not even 10, <laughs> probably five, probably like post-divorce. <laughs> um, I just wasn't, I don't like it. I mean, I like scary movies, but I just didn't like being scared mm-hmm. per se. Yeah. Um, I didn't like haunted houses. I didn't like any of that stuff just a couple of years ago. So, but I, especially as a kid, mm-hmm. I guess every kid's a little bit different, right? Cause I see some of these kids, like when I went to Six Flags for their Fright Fest, uh-huh. the littlest kids out there, just like no problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, the little baby I talked about in the train was one thing, but like most of the kids, like seven, eight, nine, ten, mm-hmm. like no issues, like no issues whatsoever yeah. with the scary stuff. And I was shocked. I was literally shocked. Right. That like they could handle it so big, but I, you probably know your kid best, but I mean, you know me, I, I'm just now able to watch at age 39, some of these scary movies that my parents <laughs> didn't let me watch back in the day. So I'm kind of <laughs> making up for lost time. I didn't time. like them either, but your grand and your dad did like scary movies, but because oh, I yeah. didn't, we never watched them in our house. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, no, no, no. But All right. We got seven of these to get through. So let me see. If okay. Can... Not taking safety seriously. Sugar-amped ki- sugar kids running around with costumes that limit their vision and grown-ups driving home drunk from Halloween parties is a is a potentially lethal combo. So help your kids I... stay safe. Okay. Hang on. But, but do, have you ever heard of a kid that, that died during trick-or-treating? No. I don't think I've ever heard that story before. I, I feel not. like, and, and again, I this is... Let's let's Google that. Okay, died during trick or treating. I doubt that there's any story. I'm sure there's one. Um, let's see. Okay, so it happened. Here it is. A 13 oh. year old trick or treater dies after being hit by a car. Oh, that was in the Sacramento. Oh, happened in happened last year. So Uh-oh. I stand corrected. Uh oh. Um. So. I mean, obviously, be careful, but I, I, I don't, I, I don't know if that's a massive issue, but yes, yes, yeah. be so careful. So keep them safe with the flashlights, glow. Well, I think too, like kids like just, j- kids just do not be paying attention for anything. Yeah, no, a they Halloween don't. man, yeah. uh-uh. it's free oh, for all, absolute free for all. So you know? it's an adult responsibility yeah. to watch out for kids and not go to parties and and yep. drive drunk. I mean, yep, duh. Um, freaking out about people slipping drugs in the candy. You've all heard those the, stories and yeah, warnings. What? Now talk <laughs> about things that like literally <laughs> never happened, right? <laughs> Is that it, yeah. it, it, everyone's hurt and everyone swears they know a kid that's done it too. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I don't think that's really very common. Yeah. So, do you, you, know. do you, have you heard these stories before of like, oh, oh my God, yeah. be careful. For People years. are going to slip razor blades into their Skittles For and you're years. like. And I'm not sure it hasn't happened. I don't think that's a real story. Okay. But again, this is, thank God for Google. Mm -hmm. We don't have to wonder anything nowadays. Mm -hmm. That's the beauty. We can, Mm -hmm. okay. Can't, uh, uh, let's, let's type in what razor blades. (laughs) Just put in, um, and candy hazards, hazardous candy on Halloween or something. 
Because sometimes um, they could lace them with drugs or... Coming from Wikipedia, uh-huh. okay, uh-huh. we trust it. Uh-huh. Poison candy myths are urban legends uh, okay. about, you know, strangers intentionally hiding poisonous or sharp objects such as razor blades, needles, broken glass, and candy, and disturbing the candy in order to harm children, especially on Halloween for trick-or-treating. Um, yeah, I don't... Uh, Just be sure. No cases. Here here we go. Here we go. No cases of strangers killing or permanently injuring children this way has ever been proven. That's good. (laughs) Commonly, these stories appear in the media where the young child dies suddenly after Halloween. Medical investigations into the uh, actual causes of death have always shown these children died, uh, uh, did not die from eating candy given to them by strangers. However, in rare cases, adult family members have spread this story in uh, an effort to cover up murder or accidental death oh so there you go don't wow. make this so morbid but that's right. people don't actually do that that's well, not that's a what thing they're saying so don't yeah don't spend any time with your worrying about your kids i mean everyone does everybody, everybody it's parent telling that too they're like be careful because there's gonna be razor blades in your candy like, why <laughs> i guess back in the day there was no internet so you just had to be like well it's probably true <laughs> Probably yeah, true story. just sort through it. But you all used to sort through your candy. so And I would never let you all eat something that had been prepared by somebody. like Make sure it's not unwrapped. Yeah. It was just it was yeah. so extreme. Yeah, you guys were yeah, so extreme yeah. back in the day with that. Yeah. Okay. All right, what else? Uh, letting your kids be rude. Uh, make sure they say trick or treat and give a big thank you after getting their candy. That's always sure. sweet. I always used yeah. to love that because I used to give out the candy. I thought sweet kids. Um, giving out candy with nuts. Lots of kids have nut allergies. So what candies are, nuts, yeah, I guess, I mean, is that something so parents like, think about nowadays? Well, I hope so because it's a dangerous thing, especially peanuts, like those um, pay, paydays or whatever they're called with the chocolate. Well, I mean, I feel, I mean, th- don't, not even just that, like Snickers has it in there. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, obviously when. When we were kids, that was never in question. We knew nothing Nobody about it. Nobody sat there and, and, and really thought about Mm-mm. what what was in the candy. Like right. if, if the kids died, they died. That was kind of like – that was like the mentality I feel like. <laughs> also, no kids had peanut allergies back in the day. Mm-hmm. No. Is I there mean, any adult listening right now it. that had a peanut allergy back in the day? I've, I cannot once remember a kid having a peanut allergy. We've talked about this before in the show, but like, yeah. I can't remember anybody ever having a peanut allergy ever. No, and I know they're very, listen, if your kid has one, they're very serious. I get it. They are. But yeah. like, why did we never, why did we not have that? I know. Okay. What mm-hmm. candies have peanuts? I want to see candies have peanuts because I want to see what all that sticks away from. Okay. So here's the items you got to stay away from. If you're going to do. Um, not free. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess that's something you, is that something everybody thinks of or like, nah? I think you should. Um, because, yeah, okay. So, or how about this? We'll work this backwards. Um, these are the candies you can do. Dots, dum-dums, okay. Um, some peanut butter cups that are not made with peanut butter. Junior Mints, uh, Smarties. Mm. Uh, Tootsie Rolls, like all the worst ones. Tootsie Pops, no thanks. <laughs> Blow Pops, ugh. <laughs> Just plain Hershey chocolate bars. Kit Kats are fine. Laffy Taffy. Uh-huh. M&M's. 
Milk mm. duds. Milk duds are always legit. Also, isn't it funny how – Justin and I talk about this a lot on the show. Isn't it funny how some candies you would only eat at Halloween time? And like for the rest of the year, <laughs> you would never think twice about these candies? Yes. I mean, yes. obviously licorice is one of them. I, I know a lot of people will talk about it. Let me bring up a couple more. Milk duds. Uh-huh. Right. Has anybody outside of trick-or-treating <laughs> ever thought about milk duds? <laughs> Like, when's the last time you went to the store and just bought a box of milk duds? It doesn't happen. But, like, back, I don't know if it's still a thing, but, like, back in the day, that was a big thing. Uh-huh. All right. Let me let me give you another one that I guarantee you don't think about. Mike and Ike's. Oh, Mike yeah. Mike and Ike's were such a big, such a big Halloween candy for me. Every year, it's, like, one of my favorite oh, ones. Yeah. Outside of that night, would I actually go and do it? Actually <laughs> buy Mike and Ike's? No. <laughs> How about boxes of nerds? Mm-mm. Never outside of Halloween no. would you buy that. Never. No. This is not no, going to happen. No, no. But for some reason, Halloween rolls around. You're like, I can't wait to get some nerds, man. <laughs> like, it's going to be so good. Those nerds. Can, mm, been craving some nerds. <laughs> All right. What oh number are we at? Gosh. Hopefully seven. Six. <laughs> okay. Poor planning. So plan your route so that your kid can actually do it and you're not – Having to carry them home, that's kind of a no-brainer, isn't it? Okay. Um, and then skipping trick-or-treating altogether. It's on a school night this year, and oh, this is last from last year. It says we're still in the pandemic. I don't think that's right. But trick-or-treating is a tradition, and most kids love it. So suck it up and take them. But, you know, they don't want to go. I say yeah. don't make them go. Let them stay home and Give out the candy or let them pick their favorite candy Man. or whatever. Whose kids sit at home, though? Does anybody kids actually stay at home? Did I stay at home? I feel like some years I – but I was like a baby when I stayed at home. I don't remember like – that was like no. one of my favorite nights of the year. Not after you were like – could walk well. Yeah, no like way. Five, five years old or something. No way. Not happening. Uh, not happening. No. Also, here's a question for parents because this question always used to get people riled up and I just – I I don't know why this becomes such a heated issue, but – um. What what night do people go trick or treating? Oh yeah, that's is it Halloween crazy. night, or is it the Saturday of Halloween? Yeah, because yeah. I always I could have sworn that when we trick or treated back in the day, mm-hmm. it was always the Saturday before Halloween. Uh huh. Yeah. It or was after, always- basically whichever the Halloween felt. But I think it was always in October, right, Mom? Right. Like it would always be. Yeah, it's October thirty first. No, I'm saying, I'm saying we, I don't remember, we would always trick or treat on the weekends though, right? right? We I don't, yeah. I don't think we, we would trick or treat on Halloween if it fell during the weeknight. No, 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 not at all. Yeah. That was just kind of an unspoken thing in our neighborhood that we all well, we agreed d- we'd do that. Yeah, I, I mentioned that. I literally mentioned that on the radio and people like freak out like, what? Oh, really? You don't trick or treat on Halloween? Like that's, to me, it was always just so normal to oh, just yeah. trick or treat on the, the more available holiday the available day More relaxed day because you stay out late and you want to eat some candy and you're all wired and yeah no i was a, i was a fan of that but for some reason y'all just you're religious about having it i mean that saturday before is pretty legit i'm just saying i'm just gonna throw it out there <laughs> all right let's get to our quote for today okay you know the fabulous that leslie jordan was killed in a car accident and so sad about that because I really loved him and Will and Grace and I loved following him on Facebook, TikTok, etc. I thought he was incredibly funny. But of course, he's very flamboyantly gay. And um, I thought I'd share this with what he wrote about his mother. 
my mom will never march in a gay parade in a gay pride parade with a big sign. She's very private. She lives in Chattanooga. She tries so hard to understand me and my life. But she said to me once, Leslie, if I live to be 105, I'll never understand this need you have to air your dirty laundry. Why can't you just whisper it to a therapist? <laughs> she doesn't understand. And I, I that just touched me so much because particularly people that, you know, are still in my generation or older. I mean, it was so taboo when you were young to be gay. If you're in your 60s, I think he was 65, 67, or in your 70s. And it was just so hard because it was so unacceptable by society. And I just think about how sad that is. But, you know, we just have to give our parents a break. There are some things that they're just never going to understand, and we just have to accept they're not going to understand it and be ourselves anyway. And that's obviously what he's done. Um, But, yeah, it just brought to mind several people that I know that have passed on that were gay and their family never knew and how lonely that was. because I can't imagine. They could never have a partner. They could never truly be themselves. You know, I mean, we obviously my brother's gay and he is, you know, kind of of the generation where it was kind of becoming acceptable. You Mm -hmm. know, now it's like, you know, there's a whole there's parades and everybody comes out and it's, you know, again, this is from my very liberal perspective of of the situation. I know that uh, it's not everyone's situation, but I feel like uh, pride's come a long way Mm -hmm. um, from what it used to be. But I can't imagine that generation and how that must feel for your parents to like hate you. Oh yeah. Or like not accept you. Yeah. Not understand you. And so you have to pretend to be someone else or if you, or if you do come out, then they, you know, they don't want anything to do with you. That's what happened more often than not, which is why the friends I knew kept it quiet. They knew they'd be ousted by their family. Well, when Brian came out to you, honestly, like what was, because again, I always said I knew my brother was gay and I stand by that. I don't know why call it early gaydar. I don't know. But like, I just, (laughs) I knew, I just knew it. I just, in my heart and in my soul knew that my, that knew that my brother was gay. And I I even, I even made a a comment in the car one time to my mom. I said, I guarantee you, Brian's going to marry a guy. Mm -hmm. And I think I made you like a $10 bet, didn't I? You did. I'll bet yeah. you $10. Mm-hmm. And look at that. I you still haven't been paid up, by the way. I have not been paid up for that. <laughs> I'm still waiting for that $10. Remind me when I see you. With interest and inflation, it's a lot. <laughs> I'll give you 20 <laughs> Okay. Because I was right. I don't know. I, I, just, I just knew. Yeah. Uh, but like when Brian told you, like, mm-hmm. were you, how, what was your, like, honestly, like your first, well, your first reaction? The good news is we figured it out before he told us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we were kind of braced for it. And I think I've told this story before that when we realized that he was gay, you know, we went to to my therapist and really sorted through what that was going to look like. Because, mm-hmm. of course, we wanted to acknowledge that he was gay and accept him for exactly who he, who he is. But like, um, just uh, but, take me, I want to go back. I want to go back. I want to yeah. go back. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. When you, first, when you first found out Brian's gay. Uh-huh. And how did you find out again? Um, well, 
We had some suspicions because when he graduated from high school, he brought a friend to dinner. And Mm -hmm. it was a guy who had a cheerleading Mm -hmm. scholarship at Ohio State that was a Mm -hmm. beautiful, somewhat obviously gay guy. Yeah. And we're like, oh, oh. And he'd broken up with his girlfriend just, Mm -hmm. you know, a few weeks before. And then your dad actually found a letter um, from this guy in his room. Okay. So then that kind of confirmed it, right? So then when that happened then, so when you, when you finally realized it, like yeah. the truth had hit you, what, yeah. what was your for real first reaction? Cause again, like it's, I don't, I just, I, I don't know what a parent must go through yeah. during that time. Yeah. Because all of a sudden this child that you love and adore and as you've always taught them to be true to who they are, that's what he yeah. said when he came out, that's what I've always learned. And, you know, so I have to, I have to be who I am. Um, you, we had to rethink it because we never thought about him being gay. Yeah. (laughs) We never really had a clue. I mean, when you told me that, I thought that was funny, you know? I knew it. I didn't Um, think it was funny at all. It was the truth in my heart. And now look who's got 20 bucks because of it. This guy. Yeah, boy. Long-term investment people make bets with (laughs) kids. Make bets with your parents now. Long-term bets. They'll pay it off 20 years later to get the cash. I mean, now we're way down the road. I never... I never think about it. I mean, he's just Brian. He's just who he is. Yeah. And but I just, I just, I, those moments that I feel, I just, I, I feel for that generation that just didn't, oh, didn't understand it, you know? Oh my goodness. Yeah. I just can't imagine, you know? And, yeah. I mean, and still today that goes on. Well, of course. Still today that I mean, goes we're not, on. We're not too far removed from it. Society is a lot more open now. Sure. To the idea at least, right? They were, you know. 50 years ago. Um, well, so. well um, today's podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, by the way. And speaking mm-hmm. of, you know, <laughs> having to whisper to a, uh, a therapist, uh-huh. uh, I hope you won't. I hope right. you don't feel like you'll have to, you know, I hope you don't. Uh, you, there's no whispering. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you go to therapy, it's truly, it is, it is your space, your time. And I hope that's kind of what you'll take from your sessions at BetterHelp. You know, I swear, I, I actually have therapy tonight, Wednesday night. I've got therapy. I'm doing it weekly right now with BetterHelp, and I love it. I do. I love it because honestly, it's kind of like a massage for like your issues. <laughs> um, I don't know. It just, it's, it's like a dedicated hour for me that's just all about me and my life and what's happening, you know, and there's times where you may feel stuck in your life and it's kind of hard to feel like finding solutions sometimes by yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but how might that situations go if you had like a different mindset? And that's really what I love about better help. It's like, I'll come in, I'm feeling this, I'm feeling that I'm F this up or I feel, you know, I'm a failure of this. And then having somebody reframe your thoughts sometimes so different, so different, you know, it is. Especially if you're going through a crisis right now, like being your brain to like to be in problem solving mode when faced with like a big challenge in life, it's hard. So having like, a, like an outside point of view as someone that understands these kind of things is awesome. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp's a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. You get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey, and then you know that you can switch your therapist anytime if you don't feel like you're connected to them. It's just it's a great 
I'm so thankful for it because honestly, therapy was so hard to get to before. It was just hard to find, hard to get in with somebody, hard to go across town. Now, literally, you find the exact person that you're looking for within 48 hours. It's like, boom, right? Mm -hmm. So when you want to start being a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Kramer to get 10% off your first month. Again, BetterHelp.com slash Kramer. Uh, cozy earth back on the podcast today. Thankful for them. Mm. If you don't have your set of cozy earth sheets, I hope you'll take time today. Maybe just even go look at this and see what the hype's with, uh, with all the certified fans. Why we're freaking out about these sheets that are so ridiculously soft, uh, cozy earth sheets, y'all. Mm. Chef's kiss. Um, they figured out. They figured out how to do sheets. They really have like mastered the idea of everything cozy. If you don't have these sheets yet, it's like it's where we're gonna get. To, it's like your starter. It's like your entry level into cozy earth. You got to start with the sheets. They're so freaking comfortable. They're made out of bamboo. Oprah loves these sheets. It's on our favorite things list for three years in a row. And again, it's going to be sheets that like, it's going to be more than you're going to like probably ever pay for sheets in your whole entire life. Right. Mm -hmm. But we got a 40% off code right now, which is the biggest sale they've ever done. If you don't believe me, go look at their website. You won't find a different sale on their website for more than uh, 40% off. You won't because they only offer that to their employees and a certain podcast. So we're happy to be on with them. We're big fans of it. You will love these. And if you don't, after 100 nights, you ship them back. They actually will pay for the shipping both ways. Absolutely free. Please go do this for yourself. CozyEarth.com. 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 Your promo code is Kramer40. And also, with the holidays coming up, don't forget, could be a great gift for somebody too, especially, especially parents that like, you never quite know what to get your parents sometimes. You know what I mean? Like those years are difficult. Cozy Earth Sheets. Ooh, perfect. CozyEarth.com. Dot com promo code Kramer forty uh, for forty percent off everything off their site. Okay, this is wild. As we're sitting here recording today's episode, we literally just got a certified fan. <gasps> no as, way. as we speak, as we speak, it's happening. Oh, uh, certified fans, hello, thank you one. so much for supporting our podcast. Man, this makes mm -hmm. me feel so good. Mm -hmm. um, certified fans, by the way, are people that can contribute five dollars, uh, six dollars a month to our podcast. Very thankful for you. Hopefully you don't even notice the difference and and we don't want to put the burden on any one person to support this podcast. And obviously you guys go and you support our sponsors and thank you for that, by the way. Even by just going to our sponsor's website, it helps. So like, thank you for doing that. Certified fans, I know. Like, listen, it's your hard-earned money. I hope you don't even miss it. You know, the six the $6 a month, hopefully you don't even miss it. And what we do is 100% of that money goes to creating this podcast. Then I'm not going to be responsible for the... It costs about $1,000 a month, honestly, mm -hmm. to run Certified Mama's Boy. Um, so I'm not going to be responsible for that $1,000. My mom's not responsible for $1,000. If everybody just chips in a little bit, it's doable. I don't have to worry about production cost or, you know, oh, well, I can't, I can't eat this month because I have to keep Certified Mama's Boy running. So um, mm -hmm. <laughs> thank you for, for taking the time to ever kind of make this a, a family. It is a family. It's a family that I hope you feel connected to. And that's how we do. We just kind of chip in a couple of bucks and we're able to produce this podcast at, you know, uh, pretty high caliber. And by caliber, I mean, mm, quantity, mm. not quality. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody said this high quality podcast. We never claimed to be a high poly quality no, podcast. No, no. Nobody can't, did. Can't claim that. 
Um, <laughs> but when you join, you do get uh, you get you get a whole episode dedicated to you, and we're uh, very thankful for anyone that does. We do have a new certified fan today, and I'm gonna have to use some deduction skills because I don't think this person's even gone back to fill out their form yet. Okay. Uh, but our our newest certified fan, if I'm just going by clues alone here, somebody from Maryland, uh-huh. because they oh. originally text the number first, so it's a four four three. So I'm gonna assume that somebody in Maryland. Okay. Uh, and I do believe that your name is Martine B. Martine mm. B. From the little information that I have from you signing up for certified fans. Uh, I think your name is Bar- Martine B. So Martine B, literally, this just happened as we were recording. You're our third <laughs> certified fan this month. We hit our goal. That's amazing. Welcome. And especially from Maryland, what? I feel like nobody in Maryland cares about us. So no, that's <laughs> um, so awesome. The fact that you're here is just awesome. And you made the goal for us. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes. This episode is dedicated to Martine B, I think is your name. And if not, then I'll correct you tomorrow. Okay. Uh, from somewhere in Maryland that has a 443 area code. Mom, let's give Martine B possibly. <laughs> A whoop whoop and a welcome to our certified fans. Okay. Whoop whoop to Martine B from Maryland. We're so glad you are here. Yes. Can't wait to see are. you on the certified fans page. You can join us by texting the word fans, F A N S to 888-Kramer8. I want to give you a real quick heads up too. November is going to be kind of a funky month for us. Um, I am, we're, my mom's coming to Baltimore on Yay. November the 4th. And she leaves on the 14th. So she's here for 10 days. So I am going to take the week of the 7th off. Uh, so we'll be here next week, a full week next week. We're going to be off the week after that. We'll be back the week after that. And then we'll be off the week after that. So I'll be <laughs> in uh, Mexico. So a little funky for next month. A little funky. But I just want to give you a heads up, especially I think that week of the seventh might seem a little weird when we're not here, but just know my mom's here. So that's where we're spending time with each other. And I don't, yeah. I try to like spend as much time as we can without, you know, just yeah. working, work, 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 work. Yeah. So, all right, mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. A moment in Kramer. with back in the day uh, listen i i actually was telling my boss this today it's my favorite time of the year to be on the radio because you can it's always somebody listening that's got a wild and crazy scary story and uh, we're actually doing it right now in maryland same kind of concept but listening back to these man it just i don't know it just it evokes the halloween spirit so for today in a moment in kramer history we're going to look back at the scariest stories of panama city beach of 2020, uh, 2010, 2020, 2010. Let's start now with uh, Denise. Denise thinks she has the scariest true story in Panama Hi. City. Hi, Denise. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. Tell me the story. Okay. Um, I just moved into this apartment. Okay. The one it you're in now? No. Oh, okay, 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 okay. My daughter was two. I was feeding her dinner, and she looked at this door, which is a closet door, mm-hmm. and she said to me, she said, Mommy, see that boy? I said, no, honey, it's just a wall. She said, no, it's a boy. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Well, then she looked at the wall, and she pointed at me, and she said, that's Mommy. (gasps) Wait, hang on. What now? The very end, what happened? Her daughter was talking to the ghost boy. Oh, yeah. And and introducing her as Mommy. No. So what happens from then? Like, what did you do? 
up with a lifetime for yeah, months. I about to say, wow, that's I, really scary. I bet because listen, you got to find a new home. Talking all that trash, <laughs> right? Well, you know how kids are more all susceptible to seeing that kind of thing. That is a, a big bar to set. Okay, yes. hang, hang tight for a second. I want to see if somebody thinks they can beat that scary story. Got to be true. Uh, yeah, got to be true. Can't be a dream. Can't be a story a friend told you. Andy, let me see if uh, Andy. Yes. Can you beat that story? I think so. Yes. All right. All right. All right. All right. Try us out. When did this happen? Um, this happened about 32 years ago. Okay. And I could confirm it because it happened with me and my friend, and she will confirm it. You swear it's true? I absolutely, positively swear on everything I have it's true. Okay. Tell me. Um, she and I were upstairs in my bedroom playing with the Ouija board, and it was like it is today. It was chilly, but not cold. Mm. Um, playing around, the pointer wasn't moving, no big deal, and then all of a sudden it did start spelling... You know, we'd say, who is this? And it spelled out a name, Van. Van? Van. Okay. Um, and we were like, oh, yeah, ha, 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 making fun of it. Right. The temperature in the room dropped 40 degrees. <gasps> the windows frosted up on the inside. <gasps> Shut up. Okay, hang on. And I said, I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm going downstairs. I am scared. The pointer said, no. <gasps> and I said, why not? And it said, don't. Nancy. And Nancy was my friend that was up there doing this with me. And we were like, okay, we're done. We're oh going downstairs. Gosh. And that's it? She went in front of me, descending the stairs, and she was pushed down the stairs. Oh. What? Yes. <sighs> Did, Did this die? is why you don't mess with the Ouija board. Did she die? She felt, hand, no, oh. she was bruised up. She felt hands on her back, was <sighs> angry with me because she was sure I had pushed her. Who's got a scarier story? Denise told a story a second ago about how she, her daughter was talking to some figure that was not even there. Right. Oh introducing gosh. her as the mother. Right. Andy has a friend that did the Ouija board with her. Things Room got crazy. Up. She said, I'm out of here. The ghost pushed her friend down the stairs. Yeah. Who's got a scarier story? Holly, I'm going to let you decide. Um, I think uh, I give it to, I give it to Andy because okay. there was um physical violence. Okay. We say goodbye to Denise then. Uh, let me go to Stacy. Is it Stacia? Stacia. Stacia, good morning. Stacia, good morning. Stacia, I'm sorry, Stacia. Stacia, oh, can you beat Andy's story? Um, I'm not sure. I lived in this house for four years and it became a restaurant, but I've grown up with it. My uncle grew up with it. Uh, we used, my uncle used to talk to the ghost in the walls and we had no clue what it was a ghost until a year or two afterwards. Um, as I grew up, we turned into a restaurant instead and... We went downstairs one night to cut everything off, me and my grandfather, and as I was walking down the stairs, everything in the house cut off, the power included. Oh, Lord. We, we called the power company. They said they had no reason there shouldn't be the power should not be off. And as soon as we got off with the power company, our phones went dead. Oh, no. So then after about 10 minutes, everything came back on, and our phones came back to fully charged. Really? And, like I said, my grandmother's seen the ghost. I've never seen the ghost, but I've been through the house long enough to know every time I cut everything off, everything comes back on. No way. Where is and this it's house? All, it's in Georgia. Oh, it's in Georgia. It's listed in the world, uh, one of the one of the ghosts listed in 100 top most haunted house. That's freaking really scary. Wow. We're trying to figure out who in Panama City has the most true and horrifying story out of anybody. Okay. Uh, 230-W-I-L-N. 230-9456. Andy is our winner right now. Uh, Stacia, wow. she's got a good story. Andy said, you know, that she's playing the Ouija board, got pushed down the stairs, iced up the windows. 
um, Stacia Stacia said that um, she had this house that had been in the family that was turned into a restaurant. Yeah. All the power went off. No reason for it. Then it came back on. Everything was fine. No big deal. Her grandparents have been talking to ghosts. Whose story is is scarier? Um, I'm going to have to go with Andy. You're, stick, you're sticking with Andy? I'm sticking with okay. Andy. I mean, just because when you have the the Ouija board and you're moving it around and then someone gets pushed downstairs and then frost physical. You can see yeah, the physical stuff freaky, on the window. Man. That's really scary. I think we got to give it to Andy. Yeah. I think we got to give it to Andy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ghosts. Andy, for what it's worth, I think you may have the scariest true story in Panama City. That's horrifying. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah, man. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Just want to end this with a big thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I am flattered when I realize the amount of people that show up for this podcast every day. It's awesome. I don't even know how to, like, <laughs> it's a hard podcast to promote because uh, what is it? I'm not even sure. It's just live, laugh, love your mom. You know, like that's, that's it. We just talk about life. We just talk about things and uh, it's, it's really awesome. I was thinking the other day, and this is completely self-serving, which I try not, not to make this podcast like completely self-serving. But I I was wondering for people that listen in Arizona, <laughs> what was it that made you hang? I think Arizona was my worst radio that I ever did in my career was in Arizona. Uh, if I had to say, but like the fact that we have so many loyal people in Arizona that still show up to this podcast. I haven't been on the radio in Arizona in uh, I left in 2015. Yeah, in 2015. So, like, yeah, wow. It's been, you know, seven years. It wasn't my greatest radio. And, like, y'all still hang out every day. We got San Diego, Atlanta, Maryland, Florida. I mean, then cities like Washington State. Um, I don't want to forget about Pennsylvania. Uh, it just, it's awesome. It's a great feeling. It, I just, I'm feeling very grateful at the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Tomorrow, we got a new episode for you. Heck no. I would not reward that child's behavior. Um, Nothing against this particular child, but children of that age do understand the difference between good and bad behavior. Um, I wasn't great at it when I raised my kids. I gave in a lot, but my daughters are really strict, pretty strict with their kids. And they are ages four to nine between the two. And, oh, heck no. They would have said, nope, if you're going to act like that, we're not getting anything. Bye. Let's go. We're out of here. And that that would have been the end of it. Now, I will say, though, that that was nice of that gentleman to give the $10. And I would have graciously accepted it and explained that, you know, to the daughter that he was doing a nice thing. But because of the way you acted, we are not going to spend that money today. I would say, nope, let's go back home or continue our shopping. And when you get a better attitude, then you can buy a toy. And I probably wouldn't do it that visit. I don't think my daughters would. They would have just left. Um, Maybe we can go back in a few days or a week when you have a better attitude and then we can spend the money. Uh, But all kids do it. So to that mom, don't feel bad. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. 
Love you forever.